This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Matty J. Online with Mr. Alamdeep Singh, Mr. Adrian DiGiorgio, Mr. Rob Zadai, and I believe Scotty's there as well, but he's still kind of logging in. How are you guys? Good. Good, thanks. Very, very good. I think that's Scotty. Scotty, can you hear us? There he is. Uh, Yes, I can. There we go. We can hear you loud and clear, pal. Loud and and clear. Let's see how we're all traveling along first. Adrian, a bit of a while since we've had you back on. We'll start with you and your car updates. Uh, No real updates. Just still accumulating parts. It's really as fun as it is at the moment. Just trying to get everything together so I can uh, have a chance to work on the car. Mm-hmm. Accumulating parts, Adrian. Kid, mm-hmm. to elaborate, is something broken? No, as in like all the full drive parts. Oh, okay. So it's all the accessories. So you're going to become Mr. Mr. Man with his bush pig and get on out there, get stuck yeah. in a rut. Every second, every second line will be will, will be yeah nah nah yeah yeah nah nah yeah that that, that that's how it's gonna be. Gonna be on all the time. Me a gallon. You're gonna have your bluey on and everything, and, and you'll be and you'll be you know you'll be right. That's it. You'll you, you'll be sorted, mate. So this is part oh, yeah, for, no, that's, that's for the uh, for the disco, right? So well, which one are you? Have you decided which one you're keeping? Right. The, the petrol or the diesel or? Uh, diesel. Are oh, you keeping the diesel? Okay. So, yeah. So it's more. It's just sitting there at the moment. But I'm just trying to get as many parts as I can together for it. So when it comes to actually putting it all together, I've got everything sitting. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, – I, I don't like doing things yeah, half around where, you know, I've got to do a little bit, then I've got to wait for parts and do a little bit, then wait for parts. Yeah. I'd rather it's, it's all there. I can put it all in at one time. Don't have to touch it again. Yeah. But, yeah, as I said, like, Majority of it there now. It's just the little bits and bobs left, which I'm, I'm happy about because I, I was able to get all the big stuff out of the way, and hopefully the car will be on the road soon. So, what what is the what is exactly the plan with this car? Like, like what are what is the things you are getting for it? Like, you know, preparing it for your obviously it's your lift. Be a tourer. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a nice tourer. Uh, I'm not. I don't plan on going like over the top of it. Um, so it's more, yeah, as I said, like if I want to go Fraser Islands, um, road, all that kind of stuff, I'm comfortable in it. Yeah. Cause yeah, sometimes, uh, <laughs> I go on these trips that uh, I'm not very comfortable because, uh, I don't have, yeah, the fridge and the food and the comfort of having somewhere to sleep. So So you're gonna strip at the, the whole back end and just, just have it all set up? Is that the plan? And just have two front seats or No, no, I'm gonna keep a four seater. Okay. I was thinking about going two seater, but I don't understand and I don't really like the thought of having four doors and two seats. Mm. Like it just to me it just doesn't make sense. I'd rather if I'm gonna do that, I'll just go buy a shorty and that's 
two door two seats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, ma- I've managed to find a way to make a draw system work. The dual battery system, a fridge, uh, roof rack, all the lights, all my electronics, switches. Oh, I've spent a lot of time, you know, developing what I want out of it. So hopefully, because this weekend's supposed to be a very nice weekend, I'm going to have time to actually start putting stuff in. Yeah, nice. So yeah, hopefully the car will be done soon. So rooftop tent or are you going to tow a little? No, not yet. At the moment, I've just got a tent. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stick with like a tent for now. But in time, I might get a rooftop tent. It depends because the way I've got my roof rack set up, like in my head, is I've got a water tank that's going to be up there along with a solar panel. So I don't really want to take a lot more space out of that have a uh, rooftop tent up there as well. I saw some great setups when I went to the Think Desert race where they got the rooftop tent, but the solar panels on the rooftop tent. That's a cool on idea. The cover. Yeah, that's that's another thing I was thinking of doing as well. Yeah. But it just comes down to, again, for now, I'll see how it goes with, without a rooftop tent because yeah. it's quite a lot of money to uh, dump into just one item. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of going at least uh, – I've got a tent sitting here for now, so I can use that. And then, you know, start to upgrade from there. And I bought a second-hand one through, uh, believe it or not, a marketplace, which was only used once. And I only paid $400 for it, and it's a hard case one, hard shell one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking about, like, getting a second-hand one. I, I just – I don't trust them enough. Mm. If I'm going to do it, I, I, it's like everything that I'm buying at the moment. The, the car, the, the the blue diesel um, disco, that came kitted out with uh, side steps, um, bull bar, winch, uh, God, what else is it? Uh, had the drawers and a roof rack. But everything was secondhand. Everything was crusty. Everything was full of rust. I didn't like it. So I've gone everything new now so that I know it's going to work. So if I'm going to get a rooftop tent, I'll, I'll probably end up getting one through work. But as I said, I, the only part I don't like about rooftop tents is you got to take them on and off the car all the time if you're not going to use it. Then you know, it means you got to find somewhere to store it. Otherwise, it's going to stay on the car in the weather for no reason whatsoever. So uh, I've got to come to terms with that whole side of things. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They are difficult to put on. You need two people to put them on um, and to take it off. So you really need to make a jig in your garage where you can roll up and, and yeah. sort of lift it off into your roof space uh, and, and leave it up there on the roof when you yeah. when when you use it. Next. Well, I had, a, I had a guy that came into work today that um, he's one of the national patient transfer people and he was saying that they're getting rid of um, all the old ambulances. So they offered one to him and he was going to get one. But he's like, oh, how would it go about putting a rooftop tent on that thing? And I'm like, which one is it? Like the, sh- the short height one or-, or like the full height? He's like, the full height. And I'm like, well, how tall is that? He's like, it's 6.2. Like a, um, a person that's six foot two will stand perfectly up in that. And I'm just like, how the hell are you going to get a tent up? <laughs> and then... You gotta um, continually walk up like the ladder and down and all that. 
Nah. What they do with those ones, they actually have a deck with a ladder at the back door. So you have a permanent viewing deck as well. So yeah. in the country, oh. looking at the sunset. That's nuts. Yeah. I've right, got another proposition for you. Sorry to carry off there, Maddie. No, you, have you, a, you don't do the tent. And you just stay in one of the uh, the little lodges at Fraser Island. What's the point in creating a car then? You, you still got the car. You can go fishing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but you can just have a normal car at that point. You chuck an esky in the back and it's done. You cannot have a normal car. You need a four-wheel drive to go to Fraser Island. They're not allowed to have normal cars. It's the rules. You know what I mean. A normal four-wheel drive. Right, right. Not kitted out. So, it's uh, you know, it's something ask- that I think I don't I won't understand. Yeah, I'm much the same. Like, you're not going to ask you, right? Do people that come into ARB and like ARB is like, you know, a multi-million dollar company. Do they just say, do they only come in with like the most latest cars and say, keep me out and they just, just or, or, or do you do you see people coming with like older like 80 series and things or or, they, or that none of that anymore? <laughs> it depends on what store I'm at. So at the store I'm at normally, you get all the, um, I'm trying to think of the nicest way of putting this. Get a lot of the ethnics is probably the easiest way to say it because it's the area and they've all got the older cars. But then you tell them the price of how much each item is and they almost have a heart attack and walk out. <laughs> um, so that, that's always funny. But no, like a lot of people, they've got brand new cars. So they're like, right, I've got a brand new car. Um, I want to start touring. What do I get? And I tell all the customers exactly the same thing. To start off with touring, there is two things that you need and only two things. A bull bar and a snorkel. Don't worry about anything else. But do you really need like, a snorkel oh, okay. is, is, my, is my question. Because like, like, how often are you doing like yes. a, a, a water, you know, going, going, going if through? If you're touring, if you're touring, you're going through dirt roads. You're going through dirt roads, there's always a chance that that road could be flooded. And if you've just traveled 10, 12 hours to go to where your destination is, your destination is another couple of hours past that, are you going to turn around and go, oh, no, the road's flooded, turn around and drive back home? No. You're going to go, okay, how deep is it? Oh, okay, it's only halfway up my wheels. A lot of the four-wheel drives these days, they have the air intake down in the bumper. So even if it's halfway up the wheels, the water still gets into the engine. Whereas if you've got a snorkel, it's up above. It's just protection. You might never use it, but at least it's there of a in case. Because a lot of the cars these days as well, new cars, you're talking engines that are 30, 40, 50 grand to replace. So for a $1,000 item to get put on, yeah, it's insurance basically. I thought the like the Rangers had like an eight hundred mil waiting depth, and and, and the the Range Rover's got like nine hundred mil. Yeah, they say that I don't trust it. Like as I said, I've seen worst case scenarios. Worst case scenarios is cars have ingested water because yeah, they've gone that little bit too far. Mm-hmm. So I I always just tell people put a snorkel on. You you might not need it, but it's better to have it rather than not. Same as a, a bull bar. A, a, a bull bar is not something that you'll ever go around saying, oh, I'm going to hit a kangaroo today. But that one chance that you're not paying attention, you hit a kangaroo, at least with a bull bar, 
you're going to save your car. You're not going to destroy the front of it, and then you know you have to go buy a new car at that. Yeah, trip's so, over. Trip's over. Question. Yeah. With the bull bars, right, are they ADR approved? Like ADR approved, yes. And if you've got a, I think it's a Ford, Toyota, or Isuzu, we actually make the bars to the manufacturer's specifications of them, of those cars. So it, if you get a brand new car, like a Ford or any of those cars, um, and you decide I want to put a ARB bull bar or ARB stuff on the car through Ford, you'll get a five-year warranty on all the products all right. instead of just a three-year warranty if you come directly to us. Adrian, I've got to ask, can you get a discount on one of those brand-new ARB off-road caravan campers? Uh, not as much as you think. <laughs> we've got Actually, we've got one in, in, in our store at the moment, if you want to take a look at one up close. What were they, around 130000 weren't they? No, no, less than that. It's... For the base one, as in with nothing inside, as in none of the upgrades, it's about eighty-five, and I think if I remember correctly, with all the upgrades, it's about ninety-five, hundred. Okay, hundred. Yeah. Now, it sounds like a lot, but if you look at the equivalent of what our camper is actually based on, which is like, sorry, not based on, but um, the equivalent of it is the T van, and the T van is one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty grand for something that doesn't have as many features as what ours does. Mm. So. I would ask you, like, getting back back to the question about the, you know, ADR approval and stuff. When, like, let's say, you know, God forbid you have an accident with with those bull uh, bull bars, are they meant to, like, uh, allow for the airbags to deploy and everything properly? Or or have they been been crash tested and everything as well? Or Yep. Uh, completely crash tested and yes, um, airbag approved as well. So the other thing that we do, which is really cool, is especially on the Fords, they've got the full 360 degree camera if you get the touring pack. Yeah. And our bars are made to work with those. Oh, that's good. So after you after you like put the um, full bar on the car, you go back to Ford, they recalibrate it so that because it sits a little further out. But apart from that, yeah, it's all ADR approved. No issues with it, and you and you still keep your safety rating with those bars. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just really cool, like the way that they're actually made, because they're lighter than what the old bars used to be. They're stronger, and they're safer. Wow, that's actually really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting going to go work for them because you can see the way that things are made and you understand why they cost so much. Mm. Like you hear five, six grand for a bull bar, and you're like, yeah, it's, that's expensive. But then you look at what it actually does compared to a a thousand dollar bull bar, and you're like, okay, fair enough. You know, it's you'd be using high tensile steels instead of just mild steel right throughout and stuff like that, and yep. using different steels in different parts of the bull bar for different yeah, areas. Yeah, it's it's and the way that they're made to crumple as well is completely different. Um, I had a guy that uh, he came in that he was going on a big trip with I think it was a two hundred series. On the way, you know, accidentally hit the wildlife. Three that he hit came in with the car, and he was like, uh, "All I need is a fog light surround and a buffer." After hitting three kangaroos, mm-hmm. and they weren't small ones because he was showing me them. And I'm like, hey, "Fair enough. Like they're just 
it, they're strong bars, mm. which is what I like. And, and they actually look decent compared to what's out there. On another note, um, Diflock, so they um, universal. Can you actually put them on different cars or are they specifically built for each? Yep. So they're specific for each car. Okay. And that's simply because it's basically your diff center. Yeah. It, it, that's what it changes. Right. So it is all specific for certain cars. But we've got a big, big range of all the air lockers. Um, and then, yeah, you get one of our um, compressors that go with it, with the manifold, and there you're laughing. They work. The only thing is, if you don't have any lockers on your car, and this is a top tip, if you don't have any lockers on your car, only put a rear one in for now. Mm. Get used to that. Because if you put a front locker in and you turn it on, uh, you lose all steering. That's the way that they're made to work. So you got to be careful with it. Interesting. Adrian, very interesting. Actually, we have to talk, have to talk more about ARB and, and, and you know, the, the stuff that they sell with, with you on the, on the show. Whenever you Rob, <laughs> updates with you. i tell you what, there's this guy who color matched the paintwork real well to my E430. <laughs> so it's come up real good. The weather's warmed up to start spray painting again. So Rob's certifications is back into business. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we've got what nine days of um weather above twenty, so bring out the spray guns. I'll bring them out. Hey, whatever happened to your neighbor? Um don't know. I don't know which neighbor it was, but they sent the council out. The council came out. Um they had a look around, they saw that I wasn't running a business. <laughs> so they were satisfied that it was only a hobby and what I've got in there is my own car. And they and I said to them, if this ever happens again, because I, if I get you coming out the third or fourth time, I'm going to consider this as harassment and I'll be taking it a lot further. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Because it's the third. that was the third time. What a snitch. Mm. Amazing yeah. how people are, are these days. Yeah. You told them. Anyway, you told them. So uh, apart from um, yeah, working on just touching up the the boot with that the, the spray paint, which come up real good and matched real well. Um, it, for some reason, just the the paint didn't really take too well, and I've I've actually uh, uh, done a grease wax and grease remover. Um, you know, I, I've sanded it back and all sorts of things to try and get a good um, adhesion of the new paint to the old paint. It just didn't take too well. I don't know why. It's sort of you've got to be real careful. You've got to be very light on your spray paint with a spray can. Uh, it's not like it's not like um, applying paint out of a spray gun. Mm. Two totally different ways of working, and you've got to be real light and real easy on the paint. Um, otherwise, it'll just yeah, it just doesn't apply too well. Mm. But I think it comes it came out right. So that I got a phone call from Ford um, saying that my part will be here on the 18th of. September. I don't know what that means, but it'll be here. So I don't think the car, I don't think the car will be fixed, but the part will be here. <laughs> and then I um, made sure they noted the rattle and the, the sync system and the HVAC system doesn't work in it as well. So I said I won't be picking up the car until it's all fixed. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, the Jimny, the, the chicks come and have a look at the Jimny on Sunday. So that's um, if well, she's put a deposit down. So. Hopefully um, everything will go through and she'll take it at, at the same time. We'll see how we go. Very good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Alan, updates with you? No massive updates because um, I'm just yeah, running and not running at the same time. Uh, um, the truck, which is, I guess, a vehicle as well, 
Uh, we also sold that as of today. Um, put the notice of disposal into Vic Roads and move along as well. So I guess that more officializes dad's retirement. Yeah. That, uh, and for the first time, I think, because I've obviously got to log into his uh, Vic Roads. So I'm like, you know, there's no cars registered under your name anymore. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? Because the the SDI and the um, the DMAX is still under the company name, and the truck was like the last I think vehicle registered personally to his name. So I'm like, you know, now you've got zero cars under here. Like back in the day, you used to have like you know four to five, which <laughs> is uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a difference. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, interesting. We haven't actually been paid for the truck yet, but that's a thing we're working out with the person we sold it to. Thankfully, they're very trustworthy. Um, but it's more of a, a liability thing because I think the insurance ran out on the truck today as well. So, yeah, don't want a big old truck sitting around with uh, no insurance on it. Right. Um, so that's out of the way, nice and easy. Yeah, that's yeah, about all for me. Very nice. Scotty? Uh, I don't really have an update, actually, at the moment. Just trying to get over this cold and moving into the holidays then, and that's that's it, yeah. Nothing new from me. Very, very good. Uh, me, not much. Went to the wreckers, got a couple of bits and bobs for getting ready for the laser respray. The uh, scamp got taken in yesterday. So that's now, um, it's currently getting the brushes for the generator done and then the ro- bit of roadworthy work. And then it's ready for club plate under my name. And I can start driving it to work and making everyone think I'm an idiot. So I cannot wait for, for that. I, I already vouch for that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So, yeah, that is pretty much it on my end, gentlemen. Now, moving on to tonight's topic, guys. Now, a few weeks ago, we started our uh, rate the kind of manufacturers offerings in Australia. If you guys remember that, we we, we started discussing, uh, you know, what, uh, what Kia had, what Honda had, and what Hyundai had. Tonight, we're going to be discussing a few more brands as well. But we're going to start with Toyota's current range. Now, now I thought we'd start with Toyota's current range because, well, one, we've got an AIB specialist here, uh, Mr. Adrian DiGiorgio, who can you can you can uh, be honest about some of the cars that they sell. And two, I think Toyota's really come back a long way and leaps and bounds in the last, let's say, you know, ten years. I think they've really brought themselves back out of the abyss of boring cars, as as uh, um, Akio. Uh, Toyota says so. So basically, let's go through there. So they currently sell Yaris, Corolla, Camry. Well, they sell the Corolla in both the hatch and sedan. They sell the Yaris Cross, the CHR, the Corolla Cross, the Rav4, the Kluger, the Fortuna, the Prado, and the Land Cruiser 300, as well as Hilux, Land Cruiser 70, High Ace, Grand Via, Costa, and of course, their performance cars, your GARS, yeah, GR86, your GR Corolla, and your GR Supra. So they've got quite a massive range. They've probably got one of the biggest ranges I've seen for the for one of the Japanese brands. We we last time we did it, we, we covered the, the yays and then nays and cars that we that we'd actually consider buying if we had if we had to buy a Toyota. Now, Rob, you've obviously got a current gen Hilux in your position at the moment. How are you finding that car? We'll start with the Hilux because that, that is their most popular car at the moment. How can I say it? Uh, uh, apart from the particular filter thing, like, you know, burning off all, all the time, you know, put that aside, the actual um, infotainment system is quite bland, but the car drives great. It does everything good. It's fairly good on fuel. Um, it does everything okay. It sort of, it doesn't get, um, how can I say, it, uh, put off balance when you're hitting large bumps and it doesn't sort of jolt around on the road or anything like that. It's, it's very um, well planted when you drive down a highway. 
it can be annoying with the, the lane keeper system wants to pull you back in all the time when you're, you're trying to you know get closer to a lane sometimes intentionally um, and, and it'll pull you back and you've got to sort of fight the steering. Uh, but not a bad car, not a bad car. Well, let's go through the range. Um, so we'll start with the Hilux. Now, Adrian, I'm assuming you see Hilux virtually every day. Yeah. Yay or nay on the new Hilux. I mean, it is Australia's best-selling car. It has been for a very long time. A bit between that and the range. Of makes sense. Well, it depends on the range uh, of the Hilux as well, because you're also going to think they've got all the different models that are in the Hilux. Correct. Uh, the one that I still don't understand why you would buy is the Hilux Rogue. The Rogue, Because yeah. the Hilux Rogue, in the tub, comes with carpet. In the tub? What's the point in that? Yeah, in the tub, it has a hard lid, and it comes with carpet. Wait, really? Yeah. It'd be marine-grade carpet, though. It'd be water. Oh, it's marine-grade carpet, but if you're getting a tub, it's to put stuff in yeah. that you're not going to put in the car. You can put stuff on carpet. Yeah, it doesn't slide around as much. I reckon carpet's a good thing. <laughs> Are you going to put wood and dirt in there? You wouldn't put dirt. I wouldn't. That's what I mean. Like, if you're going to have a tub on it, (laughs) yeah, are you going to put like dirt or trees or whatever it is that you know you're going to go to the tip with? Afterwards, you go to the car wash and you just wash the tub liner out and you're done. This is marine grade carpet. It's targeted for a. A fairly narrow group of people, the rogue, and I would yeah. be the off-roaders and and family type guys, rather than throwing your well, engineering as a business car. Yeah, keeps the missing the shoes is, there nicely. Whereas if you need any work done, you get the steel tray. Well, the, the the problem is, is if it's targeted towards off-roaders, if you're putting a set of drawers in the back, because that's you know, what you do with the uh, the tub, you're going to take the carpet out anyway because it doesn't go on top. It's it's so, like. I, I just don't get it. That that does make sense. Look, to be fair, I, I in in that instance, I, I agree with you. They've got, um, you know, they've got quite the range of 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 Hilux now. And th- does the carpet come in the GR Sport as well, or is it just in the Rogue? Uh, they don't have the GR in the Hilux. Yeah, they, they, they've brought a they GR do. Sport. What do they do? You want to spend eighty thousand dollars? You get the GR. We Sport. haven't we haven't had one come in yet. Then not not in the Hilux. I can't, um, I can't get a high so, they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that, but we get a lot of the SRs come in because we get a lot of fleet cars that come in. Yeah. yeah, they're okay. There's nothing really wrong with them. It's another dual cab ute. That's the way I just see them these days. All the dual cab utes are the same. Yeah. They're a lot nicer to drive, I will say that, than some of the other uh, model cars Yeah. that are dual cab utes. But yeah. As I said, it's more just fleet cars that we get. So it's uh, the accessories that are available for them are very like straight to the point. Like you get your bars, your sidestep scrub bars. That's really about it. Well, the one I, the, the one I so, reckon to, to get in, in the range is the SR because because you've got the 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 you know it's like the little extra cab kind of suicide doors at the rear. So that gives you that gives you your bigger. That's a single. That's an extra cab. Yeah, extra cab, yeah. Uh, SR is yeah, SR is like the actual um, luxury model, if you want to call it that. So you got your SR, SR five, Rogue, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like but the SR is the cheapest one. So basically, it's got, but it's got the extra. Yeah, SR is cheapest. It's got the extra long, um, extra long tub, so you can actually fit stuff in there because because dual cab use, as we know, like 
They, you can't really yeah. fit much in the back. So for me, that's that's the sweet spot of the range. Like, and it's the cheapest one besides the Workmate. Like, it's it's fifty. They start at fifty two grand. Like, is it you know thirty thousand dollars less than a GR Sport? I mean, I don't really think so. It's not much of a difference in the car, but um, it's not in the whole drivetrain. It's the same. Yeah. So I would personally go for that. You get extra top space, and I think that I think that'd probably be a little bit better. So, yeah, so the Workmate started. Twenty-four thousand, which is which is which is good, and then you've got all the way up to like well over eighty grand, which is a lot of money to be, to, to be fair for for a car. But see, to me, a rogue is like when you go to a Ford and say you want to buy a wild track. Well, it's the same. Like that's what it's going against, right? I'd say it's in the same ballpark there. Yeah, the the same people. That, that you're getting buying those, but I, I still don't understand it. So we've got the Hilux. So, you know, it's a very, obviously a very big selling car. Um, got It's got carpet in the back, which is, which I find, yeah, which I'll agree with you. It's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit how you're going, but um, you know, it's, they are, they are popular and they, and they, and they do what they're, what they're made to do. Sticking with their utes, we get to the Land Cruiser 70 series. Which has been around since you know Jesus' time, essentially, and you know he, he himself almost probably probably drove, drove one of these, well, very similar too. Um, no, he, he would have drove, drove a Honda Accord. One. He would have <laughs> drove a Honda Accord, yeah. Uh, what's what's that? What's that famous? He never spoke about it. Yeah, I do not speak of my own Accord. He didn't speak yes. about it, but he drove it. So basically, this car has been around since the dawning of time, and. You know, you know it's an old car when they say plus anti-lock brakes, uh, ABS comes standard across the range, uh, which which shows how old the uh, the architecture is. But does its job, and if you go to any mine in Australia, there will be thousands of them there, going in and out all day long because that's what they're made to do, and they're made to do it. What well. do you think of the new ones that are about to come out, twenty Is it a completely different car, or is it a? It's just a more box shape. It kind of looks a bit like a Bronco, but oh yeah, no, I, I did see this. Yeah, um, they're a bit. I mean, it, it looks it looks like 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 one of the older ones. It, it, look, it looks even older than the current one. So I guess that's kind of what they that's kind of what they're going for. Um, but it looks to be virtually yeah. it's just it's just another facelift. It looks to be exactly the same, uh, you know, from the doors back essentially. So <laughs> I'm just going through the brochure, the little uh, website brochure. It's like air conditioning comes as standard. I would hope so. <laughs> We're in for, Australia. <laughs> for what you're paying, so so like let, let's let's look at the price in this thing. This these things are yeah, it's a steel powerful, still indestructible. You've got a range of Workmate GX and GXL. Now they are basically for a GXL. You're looking at a currently unavailable driveway price, but well, very expensive. As, I'd as say they're about one fifteen, one twenty. But like. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. Like, they're they're a, they're a tough rig. Like, they're made to do, you know. Do you know what's funny is the people who all come in and oh, I'm gonna get hate for this, but gotta say it: the people that all come in that have the 79, 76, and seventy eights, all that kind of stuff, they all do the same thing when they've got them. They buy the big bars, they buy the scrub bars, they buy the side steps, all color match to the vehicle. Now, if you're going to go off-roading, you never color match the bar because it's paint. Yeah. Whereas the bars come out powder coat, so they're stronger. Mm -hmm. So they all come in, 
they paint them all up. And as soon as I hear color match, yeah, you're not going to take this car off road. It's just a mall crawler. Yeah, pretty much. And it's, it's like, like the new Hummer. This is true. This is true. But it's an, it's a very it's a very expensive, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, mall crawler. If I'm telling you, it's the equivalent of what the Hummer was in 2005. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Just quickly, so I was watching Al Jazeera, and what they're saying is they're trying to push the ice car. To- uh, the price is up so high, so you can't afford to buy one and, and make electric cars cheaper. So that's what they're trying to do in the world is actually pro- push up prices. So the cars are only going to get dearer moving forward, even dearer, a lot dearer. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how dear it is. P-platers need the 79s. Yeah. <laughs> and and be in like 40 years of debt to, to, to be able to afford one on, on their on their, tra- on their tradey apprentice, apprenticeship wage. So Unless you're a sparky. Qualified Sparky, and then you, you know, you license to make money. Yeah, correct, correct. So they still come with the old V eight, the four four point five liter turbo diesel. Um, they <laughs> paint standard a tra- transmission manual. Um, so they are just a rugged off roading vehicle. They they made they made for that for that you know, essentially to to do that. Like I like the, the people that are picture driving these cars are um. Hey, Robbie's going. Oh, Robbie left. Uh, we, we've lost Rob. But the people I picture driving this car is Steve Irwin, um, you know Russell Coit. Like the, the, that is the type <laughs> of car that that uh, is owned by, by by those people. So 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 they've got that. You know, uh, you want to know something? Gonna... The seventy nine is actually one of the worst vehicles to go off roading with. How come? Because they're leaf sprung. That is true. Because they're leaf sprung, especially in the rear. They get stuck everywhere. Mm-hmm. You actually got a, uh, I think it was about a twenty thousand dollar conversion to change them to coils in the rear. Twenty thousand dollars. I think it was about twenty grand, but um, it's like they're not even good at going off roading. All they're good for is tradespeople, farmers, and tradespeople. Like the the engine still makes one hundred fifty one kilowatts from you know four and a half liter V eight. You can um, tune them. You can tune them, but I guess the 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 push is that obviously, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you're going to push for more power, you're going to lose that reliability. I understand that. And if you do have a task that ultimate reliability is the most important thing, out there somewhere, I say yes, that is the car. But if if it is a ball crawler, there are so many more comfortable things you can be in. These aren't comfortable cars. No, but that's what I'm saying is. The interiors are horrible for you know the day and age. Yeah. It's just like I get like I said, air conditioning as standard is like an advertisement. Obviously, the car's not going to be that fun. You're going to hear a lot of road noise. It's not going to be comfortable if you're spending that kind of money. Why not just buy yourself some kind of um, Land Rover product, have it break down in the parking lot, but at least you know you'll be nearby the dealership. They'll tow it away and they'll fix it. <laughs> and this is why I say it's, it's they're, they're not worth what. <laughs> people spend on them and then as i said they all go to their local dealer and spend another 40 grand on it just to make it look tough and as said they're not the best off own either my biggest gripe with these cars is that they are you know like they're 120 grand you know second hand (laughs) you know what i mean like 
and you you virtually you, all you're having that car is based on is its reliability. Yeah, they're reliable. Yeah, it'll get you it'll get you home a hundred percent of the time. It's a status pace. It, that's exactly what that car is. Um, and it's it, exactly it, like. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. Steph asked me the other day. She's like, "How do you tell that someone's got money, but that but they but they um you know buy but they they're not flash they're not flashy about it in terms of cars?" And I'm like, "That's a good question." It got me thinking, and I, and I was like. So like, I don't know. And she responds with Toyota Land Cruiser. I'm like, absolutely. It is not flashy, but my God, is it expensive. Um, and you know, well, and we haven't even got to the 300 series yet. So, so just so hold your, hold your horses on that. But like, that is, um, essentially saying, you know, you've got money. And if you're, if you're driving around in a, in a, in a car like that, but the 300s are actually useful. Not at that price range. Not at that not. price. They're not. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, they're a lot more useful than the 79s. At least you can tow your family around with it and tow a caravan and do all that kind of stuff. But you can still tow in a 79. 79. Yeah, but it's going to be uncomfortable. At least you're comfortable in a, in a cruiser. A it was my, it, this is true, but it's, it's still going to be able to do it. But again, the, the issue is the new cruiser, you cannot get the V8. You can only get the, the V6, which is having massive issues. So Six twin turbo. Yeah, correct. Which uh, a hot V configuration, which we know doesn't work. Um, because they just cook everything. So you know, the Toyota didn't learn lessons. Especially a diesel. How hot would that shit get? Oh man. Well, just... funny you say that because people who have bought them to tow, they come into work and they tell us all their stories. And the ten-speed transmission doesn't like towing; it just keeps fluctuating through gears. And then all you hear is the turbo spooling. Because it's trying to actually go somewhere, because the it just doesn't have the oomph that the V8 used to have. So not what they used to be. So the top of the range, 300 series, costs 156 thousand dollars. And I've driven one. Like that is a lot of money for, essentially. And is a GR Sport worth it? If you've got the money, go for it. I say that. Uh, the GR Sport's a little bit cheaper. That's a bargain. It's only fifty-six three eighty. Ah, ah, I'll take five. <laughs> now, um, you've got to drive the GR Sport. The problem that you have with that is, again, if you're going to get off-roading with it, there is too many electronics in that car to make it a liable car to go off-roading with. But see, that's the reason why the 79 series is still the viable option to go off-roading in because it's, it's virtually, like, I think they still up until recently nah. had line-up windows. Like, it's it's the, better. Like, if I had to choose, if I had to choose between those two, I'd choose a Ranger. Wow. Okay. Really? Like, a <laughs> ra- you'd, have a, you'd have a Ranger, a Ranger. over a Land, yeah. a, a Land Cruiser? I'll have a Ranger over a Cruiser any day of the week. Why? Because of the, cause they're, they're like... Just, oh, they're just more reliable. Yeah, the Toyota's, like, the, the 79 Cruiser is... Yeah, again, that is reliable, but it's uncomfortable. It's a Ute, and you basically you're driving you know, a box on wheels. Whereas at the Ranger, at least you're comfortable. Um, and in the 300 of series, in terms of reliability, a, a Ranger will never be as reliable as a 79 series. Like oh, I don't care what's done to that Ranger. Um, we don't really have many that come in officials. Yeah, but you're talking about more Brand new. More crawlers are going to be the Rangers as well. Nah, so. some of these cars get kitted out and go out full drive. Some of these cars get kitted out so you can show them off at the uh, kebab box. Kitted out, bruv. Get kitted out, show them off at the kebab box. It's like, oh, I could do this. 
You know, I'm getting ready to go next summer, next summer. It's always next summer. No, nah, that's that, that's the 79 owners. I'm going to the Kimberleys next summer. It's like, yes, you said that five years ago, Actually, mate. speak of the 79, we had a 76 series that came in for work, the wagon version, mm-hmm. that this guy bought it from Queensland. It's I think it's for sale at the moment. It's got a four-inch lift, stupid tires on it. I think it's either 37s or 40s on it. And this car in Queensland used to run ten and a half seconds in the quarter. What? Yeah, I've seen videos of it, well, but I got to drive it into the to the back. The thing drives like a pig. It's got the um, ah, uh, the B and M ratchet shifter. Yeah, yeah, it's got one of those as well. But the thing's just a pig to drive. Like you, you wouldn't be driving it anywhere except off road. Yeah, um, I think that car was for sale for like two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, that's insane. High Ace has been a has been a legend of the game for years. Um, it's they do people move it as well as just your standard van. Um, always, it's always no Taraga, I tell you that no Taraga, which is the which the Grand Via is the is is the replacement, but it is it is no Taraga. I will agree with that. Um, so. I want to talk about their cars now. So the Yaris and the Yaris GR. So like the normal Yaris is a bit boring, but the Yaris GR, as we know, is a bit of a, a bit of a rocket ship. What do we think of the of the Yaris GR, gentlemen? Perfect. That's a massive it's, call. Well, well, it's does everything that majority of people want. I mean, I, I never ever read a bad review on it. Correct. Yeah, unless you can find. Feel free to show me a bad review, but I've never seen one from anybody. No one's bad mouth that no one's given anything that negative to it. It's just come from nowhere and done what every car enthusiast wants. Yeah. And backed three- up with warranty, backed up with such a powerful three-cylinder that can handle so much more extra power. How much was the one that um that uh what's called Andrew Hawkins? How much was his make? Was it like three hundred kilos or something? Like it was, it was something insane. Yeah, I think it was something. Like that. It was insane amount that thing, and that's from a little three cylinder. So, I mean, everything's holding up the transmission and everything for it. They're pushing and pushing it. They're not really breaking yet. And, and it was taking it like a champ too. Like it was just loving the boost. So yeah. So yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Same drivetrain, bigger car, GR Corolla. Uh, I think the new Corolla is a really good looking car. So we'll, we'll cover both here. We'll cover the new Corolla and the and the uh, Corolla GR. Basically, all that the Yaris GR is, but I think better. Lo- I think it, I think it looks better, and I think it's you know if it's more practical, provided you don't get the the Marito edition, which is the uh, you know the, yeah, no. the 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 only two seater version. You know, it's 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 a it's a more usable hot hatch, and I and I think I think it's a I think it's a cracking car. Yeah, even um, just a base Corolla look fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't. Uh, I think they've, they've done well on that market. So even if you can't afford the GR ones, they still look great, as opposed to the Yaris. Mm-hmm. Where and given that, uh... it's fairly boring. Um, but in comparison with just a base Corolla, um, yeah, you can't go wrong. They look really, really good. Great cars. Yeah, I feel like if you wanted something to like replace some kind of an STI or something more competitive against a um, Golf R, you'd definitely be looking at that Corolla. You got your nice, you know, four doors. You can still use utilize the car nicely. 
But there's something obviously because the 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 Yaris came first, the GR Yaris, mm-hmm. and it's just that I don't know it's just got that little pocket rocket thing done really well. Whereas if I was to choose between the two, I'd probably choose the Yaris, um, knowing that this is just going to be my like fun car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas again, like if I was being like, all right, like I can't get an STI because they're not available anymore. Don't want a golf hard because golf's a shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the Corolla is probably where yeah I'd, I'd head to, um, given that it's still a sensible kind of car uh, underneath, you know, uh, or at least on the surface, uh, with all with all the bells and whistles and all the power and the all drive system. So I'd say they're both very good cars, and that's that's probably one of the more cooler cars of that Toyota's producing, and we're quite thankful for it because again, you know, with some you know there's no Evos anymore, no STIs now. You still have the Rarex, but still it's no STI. And that sort of thing. It's nice to have something else come in at least that can provide some some similar feelings at least for for a lot of people. Well, you're right, Alan. Like, there's no there's no Subaru WRX STI. I mean, there's a WRX, which is its closest competitor, I'd say. But there's no Mitsubishi Evo. There's no Focus RS. There's no um, like the, the only thing that kind of kind of combats it now really for the all wheel drive hot hatches is a Golf R. Um, and could, because like the Golf, sorry, because the WRX wagon it only comes as a as a CVT, which is very disappointing. Because uh, I, I think I think the the wagon's a good looking car. You know, I go for a Corolla GR or a um, or a you know all wheel drive Golfer. I think I know what I'd be taking. To to be fair, nine times out of ten. But it also leads into the fact that there is still you know another option out there, the, the Civic Type R, which comes into play, but it's not all wheel drive. So. For a car that's got all year usability and all year fun in any way you go, snow, rain, whatever you want, I think the Corolla GRs or the RS GR for that matter is a real winner. I wouldn't roll out the um the Ns either. I thirty Ns. Good car. I think they they sit more competitively, I guess, with the the um, Honda Civic being front wheel drive both of them. Yes, true. But 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 given get driven on I thirty N, wonderful car. Yep. I've driven one and I absolutely adored it. I thought this, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, would would recommend. Um, GR eighty six and GR Supra are next. Um, now eighty six came out in twenty thirteen originally. Uh, it kind of blew the world away, like an affordable sports car. The new one is still affordable, mm-hmm. but it's now I think a better. It, it looks better and it's got more power and more torque and doesn't have the the torque dip as the people were saying it, it was was having. I think it's a I think it's a cracking car. Um, I would personally love one, provided you don't take it on track and blow it up as per what everybody else is doing because it's getting RTV in the uh, in in the pickup. Um, but I I, th- I think that's a I think that's a why, why would you not have a proper um, oil pan gasket? I that's know. my question. Yeah, you're selling a car for forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, put a proper oil pan gasket. They've well, got what do they think people are going to do with it? What was it made for to handle really well? Where were they going to take it? To the truck, yeah. <laughs> K- KFC drive-through, mate. Stupid. The ultimate uh, handling Alan, challenge. Alan, they're taking it to a Porto's. Get it right. Yeah, you know, like that's 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 where you take your SDI. That's true. That's that's where the rims are really challenged. But but like, uh, you know, the, the fact that like, and a lot of that they 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 were fighting against it, saying, "Well, we're not warranted. We're not warranting it overseas and everything." I mean, this is a car like you know. What they should have done, I should have said, stop production or of all the ones that have been sold, bring it back, replace the 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 seal and put a proper gasket there or something. And then because that's that's the only issue with the car, otherwise the car is perfect. So 
once they fix that issue up, um, I think that'll be a cracking thing. Uh, just Subaru things. Subaru likes Subaru's like to blow up for some for some reason. Um, can, can, can so. I just say, I don't, I don't know who did their color choices on this, but the base white color it's called white liquid. <laughs> um, I feel like somebody probably white should have made it happen. Mm. You know, ran that by a couple of people before. Uh, Decided white liquid is going to be the paint. Doesn't sound that good, does it? No. But see, Toyota don't really. They the don't really name their colors. They don't really kind of like um you know have fun names for for their colors. Like they've got stark red, and uh, and rapid blue and magnetic gray, big gray and and you know like it, it's like they don't really like put like an exciting name like tangerine screen. Ice. Yeah. The most exciting thing they got is ice silver metallic. That's like a Gatorade flavor or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I completely agree. Yeah. But yeah, it, like they start at what? What's like forty-eight grand, and then they go all the way to you know, yeah, all the way up. But um, but you know, yeah. like, like cracking Which... car, from all accounts, cracking car, like really, really fun car. I, I I would love one. I would absolutely love one. I think that thing would be cool. And I, and I love how the how the cl- the clusters kind of looks like looks like a boxer engine. I think I think that's genius. Um, but that gets us to the next Mamma Jamma. So, so that's not really a Toyota. It's more of a Subaru, but this one, we're going to more of a BMW. Um, BMW. And it is <laughs> a, a built by BMW. It's the best BMW that BMW actually sell, um, but they don't sell because the Toyota sell it for them. It's the Toyota, the, the current gen Supra. Now, Adrian, you're a BMW man. Thoughts on the Supra? Not a fan. Okay. It's not a fan. It's a glorified it's... Z4. How's that? Well, in most most accounts, it's a better Z4. It's it's more more rigid. Uh, um, you know, it's it is better in inverted commas. Um, I think it's a good looking car. I've seen a few. In, I've seen a few in real life, and I, I reckon they I reckon they look quite hot. I, I would I would happily have a Supra. Um, and then, but but then, but then I, the only issue is with owning that car is every time every time I would take it anyway, I'd be like, oh, nice BMW, bro. I'd be like, thanks, man. You know, and I that'd get old really quickly. Um, mm. But apart from that, I think I'd I think rather a four hundred Z. Yeah, but the the super is more focused. So that's, that's when you that's when you tell them that you spend another thirty five grand on the car. To, to swap a, a, a two J set in it, <laughs> like it's not just BMW, right? I'm gonna smoke you. <laughs> um, I I think it's a overall a good car. Like I did not appreciate the looks initially from the especially the the more concept models. Mm-hmm. It's kind of grown on me the looks, especially the rear end is lovely. Mm. Um, the front owner I think could use some work somewhere in there, but the rear is just lovely. It's just. Pricing wise, the car's hard to justify. I'm not saying obviously if you put the BMW part aside, it becomes like it's once you reach that, I guess, seventy five plus range, right? Because even the the Golf R's and uh, Civic Type R's and stuff, they've all done that creep from like that sixty point to about the mid seventies in some case high seventies. These cars, like they're uh, you know, especially with the cost of everything else, they're not attainable anymore. Mm. And I'm not saying the original Supra was attainable because first of all, it wasn't salty as signal in, in a lot of the markets it got priced out. But you're comparing it with something like a Nissan Z, which you can't get your hands on, but still, <laughs> you know, even that a little extra price um, price saving you're getting there, 
that's kind of again enough to pull somebody away. It was like, look, it's real drive, front engine, twin turbo. Um, you know, I'm getting a little bit more power in the Z. Why wouldn't I go for that? As long as I can, you know, because even the super availability is not great. He's still going to be waiting ages. So when you've got that kind of proposition, is is probably the more difficult part. If these cars were still able to hold that, we'll call it sub eighty thousand dollar price point, they would be far more kind of, you know, I'd say they'd probably sell far more better, and the, you know, I would be far less reluctant to kind of again recommend it. Like same as the Mustangs as well, they've climbed in price, but you can still get yourself a Mustang sub eighty. Um, and these are, these are you know two door sports cars, front engine, rear wheel drive. That's where I feel the price of the market should be kind of pushed. But given that you know these cars are going to cost what they're going to cost, it's not always practical for the company to sell them that way. It's just I feel how long is they going to how long are they going to keep the car going? See, I because think the issue is obviously not. I think the issue with that. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There, is because it's based on a BMW, which is already a hundred thousand dollar car. You know, mm. if they're selling it for like twenty grand cheaper. You know, BMW is going to lose sales and they're going to crack it despite them making the car. So they've had to price it accordingly. Um, which, to be fair, in the grand scheme of things, is cheap when you compare it next to a 79 series Land Cruiser with with optional, uh, sorry, with now standard with air conditioning. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's horses for courses, I, I suppose you could say. And, you know, depending on, depending on what you're going to use the car for, if, if you're going to really enjoy it. But I, I guess when when BMW yeah and and Toyota kind of met and said, well, you you can we can give you as we can we can give you the base for a Supra, but you're gonna have to price it you know fairly and not undercut us, otherwise we're not gonna give you the car. Got to put Toyota in a bit of a disadvantage. So because how often do you see a Supra on the road? Not often. You know you know what I mean. Like how often do you see Mustangs on the road? I see them virtually every day. So I, I think um <laughs> I think that, so what was what was that Scotty? Oh, always. Yeah. Mustangs everywhere. So so that kind of puts into perspective in, into perspective. Oh god. Perspective the um you know the, the you know the attainable price difference. Because like ten to twenty grand is a lot for some people. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot for anybody. It's a lot of money. So so when you when you're creeping up twenty, thirty grand over the virtually you can get the same simple similar driving experience, two door, real drive, manual, high performance car. You know, is it really worth it? Unless you're really, really, you know, into a Supra. And by all accounts, every review I've read for this, I've read or watched of the Supra, it's fantastic. Like it is a brilliant car. Uh, Jason Camisa did a really good one on the history of the Supra and, and said it's the it's the best BMW BMW make. Um, but again, you know, the, they, they've priced it. Exp- it's quite expensive. And to be fair, though, the, the new the new the new Z's not not out of, not out of the picture either. But it's also very expensive too. So. Um, you know, I've only seen one or two on the road in the in the last you know eight months or so. So um, you know, they were they were, they were expecting to sell lots of it because I still see I still see a few three fifty Zs and three seventy Zs getting around. But um, this one I was expecting to see a bit more of, but I, I haven't really at all. So um, I guess pricing really comes comes into play here. Yeah, and if obviously yeah, also again with that pricing is. If you are the type of person who's going to swing a hundredish thousand dollar car, obviously there's there's always brackets of income and that sort of thing, and uh, you know we'll call it financial viability. But if you are the person that's going to swing that, you may not be that far away from the person that can kind of swing for an Alfa Romeo, um, Giulia Quadrifoglio, or like uh, an M3 or something. Yeah, because yes, the price is going up, but if you're already swinging for a car, a you know a two door car or 
you know, just a performance kind of car that's in that 100 grand plus bracket, most of the time you're looking at those buyers that already have and, and a greater level of why needs. Why wouldn't you just go for a 35 GDR? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that point you as well. It's a glorified sports car. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to add to that point. Um, I think, you know, I think the price, like sports cars are like a hundred grand, like on the money or like, you know, the plus or plus or minus 10 grand. They're kind of in a no man's land in terms of, in terms of the automotive, in terms of automotive pricing space. Right. Because like anything under 80 is kind of like inverted commas attainable. Anything um, over a hundred grand is like, well, you got to, you got to have money to do it. So why would you, why would you buy something with a, with a, with a Toyota badge when you could buy something with a, with a, with a BMW badge, you know, for the, for the, you know, for the same, if not more money. You know, and people be like, "Oh, he's driving a BMW," when it's obviously it, it is less superior to to the Supra that they sell. But having said that, which one's like, got better warranty, or is it kind of similar? Um, no, I think to, I think they they've both got five years. I think from 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 all accounts, um, it's not bad. For- yeah, so it, it'll break two days out of warranty though. That, that that's uh that's that's the BMW <laughs> way. Um, but I I honestly think. You know, I think they're in a bit of an, a, 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 a no man's land. Like, I think the, the new Nissan Z will be, and I think the new Mustang will be as well, because the new Mustang, it, it's the pricing going up. And the Dark Horse is like 120 grand. I'm like, who's going to spend 120 grand on a Mustang? Like, like I, I, you know, I there's plenty of other cars I'd buy for 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 the money. What about the GTD that they just brought out? But that's like a virtually a race car, so um, and it's not coming here. But that's going to be like what three hundred thousand dollars? Like it's ridiculous i think the 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 bracket that where sports cars used to be is just shifting up now yeah because i don't know kind of on topic but off topic um if you notice those if you saw those old coles ads to make your meal with curtis stone ten dollars make your meal for ten (laughs) (laughs) and how much that's actually gone up now you got no hope it's like gone up by you know well over 50 percent of what it yeah, used that was already a scam when it started. Something that was, you know, like 10 bucks, you can buy those same items and you're looking at over 20 bucks now over those years. So I you guess know, it kind of makes know. sense that going up, so your sports cars are going to start shifting and going up too in price. You know you're struggling when Curtis Stone can't figure out a meal for you for under $10. <laughs> so for feed to feed your family. Impossible now. Impossible uh, now. Yeah. I saw, even, I saw, I saw again, a, a meme of that recently. It's like it had a picture of him with, with you know holding the ten dollar note, feed your family with ten dollars, and then uh, and it's like yeah, I'm doing it. It's a packet of chips and some tomato sauce. And it was just like yeah, feed your family for ten dollars. Yeah, uh, that's about it. <laughs> I was gonna say even like the um, GT86, you could get your bum in one of those for about thirty five. Yeah. Um, when drive they first away. came out, drive away, yeah, drive away, yeah. And now the cheapest one available is forty eight six hundred. So, like, just that difference. Obviously, there's inflation that's occurred in the in the time period, uh, the ten years or so that the, the car's released. But that became a car that like you probably shouldn't buy as a P player because given how the pricing is, but a lot of P players did buy brand new. To now a car that you'd have to be you know ideally graduated working a job, that sort of thing for a couple of years, and then you put your money down to buy this car. Uh, and hopefully own it for a long period of time. I, I've seen of, many around, like the original 8.6. They've all been uh, drifted around the all the time, but the new one, not. Yeah. 
Uh, so, like, yeah, again, as you said, Vulcan engine replacements currently. The the whole, uh, I guess, paradigm cars have shifted into a little more expensive. And given that we've got electric cars coming in as well, uh, some there'll be some young people that are just purely into that. Wages didn't follow suit, though, did it? Nope. And speaking of wages, Dan Andrews, if you're listening, you're now offering free teaching. Uh, because because you've got a teacher shortage, how about you fix up our our hex debts uh, that that of pe- people that are that are still teaching? Yeah, but he's uh, just offering it to people teaching secondary. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's in. That's it's it. So anyway, sorry, I'll, I'll... but most, most of them are for primary and secondary in one. So it doesn't really help anybody. It's not going to bring anyone in. No. Anyway, uh, that's that's a whole that's a whole whole other story. Idiot. Um. So, so Supra, great car, probably just a little bit expensive. Uh, getting to their other cars, the Camry, they're one of their longest serving nameplates, been around forever. Uh, it's the automotive equivalent of a fridge. Um, I always like a Camry. I think they are they are very good. My Sri Lankan mechanic calls it the Sri Lankan Rolls Royce for a fair reason because it is uh, it is a reliable um, and you know comfortable and they do everything kind of car. Um, Alan, you're about to, you're about to add something to that, I think. Oh, I was just gonna say it is like just so like we've got the Polynesian chariots and everything else. This is you know this is the brown man's kind of the brown man's as you said Rolls Royce. Yeah, it is. It is what we roll around in. It is what gets the work done. Get it gets the people delivered. Does it, it gets does the it like, delivered? Does it just spread through the that culture into the, like, oh, yeah. everyone's like. You know, ah, uh, and you're gonna buy a car, and just everyone's going. Oh, the, Camry, the, Camry, 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 yeah, or? the moment the moment you land in in Australia, <laughs> and you call up your family friend, you're like, I need a car. They're like hybrid Camry, <laughs> you know, and they've probably got one ready. Everywhere. They are everywhere. <laughs> no, seriously, though, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it went it went from Camry and to LPG Falcon, and now it's back to Camry. So that that, that is essentially where 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 the, the uh, the taxis and the Ubers of the world are, are, are currently. No, I, I need to bounce. Easy done, so Andrew. Thanks for coming off. on, man. We'll we'll talk to you soon, no. buddy. We'll talk soon. All good. See you, mate. Bye. Uh, like, it's a real great car. You know, it starts off at a reasonable price, yeah. which is something you can't really say for a lot of cars these days. Especially Ford. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're getting... I'd say a relatively good, you know, engine tech reliability. And if you do want the hybrid option, there's that. Um, from all accounts, um, everyone that I've talked to, which is a lot of brown people, the hybrid does save you quite a bit of uh, change with um, as long as you're driving responsibly. Um, and if you're, again, using this car for some kind of work purpose, which a lot of these people are, you make back your money that you pay extra on the hybrid very easily. Um, you just, you know, you, you, you do well for the environment slightly, you know, you know, in those, uh, not in many, as many greenhouse gases and, um, you know, you're usually making yourself some sort of change in some kind of people transport, food transport, or any other transport business. It's funny, like we could probably, we could probably do a whole episode about like, you know, uh, what sort? What's what? What sort of ethnicity, ethnicity drives certain cars? You know, like it's it's it's, and, but like it's 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 an actually it's actually a thing. Like it's actually legit a thing. Um, but but we'll 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 have to keep, keep that keep that for another for another episode. That's that's for the episode when we get cancelled. Um, so, but <laughs> the, oh, around that episode. 
Yeah. Uh, but the only thing so about... We'll make sure we have enough uh, ethnic people in, in yeah. that episode. I can be like, no, watch. we're just talking about our own ethnicity. I just got to watch what I say. You, you'll you, be like... Use the, proper, use the proper nouns and pronouns for it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for example, right? I, I like the Camry. I will always have. Um, my mom owns a Camry and she loves it. I'm just disappointed that they got rid of the V6 option. Uh, like, you know, it was a kind of the sporty mm. performance camera. And the cameras were quick, man. Like, like V6 cameras are, were generally a quick car. So it's a little bit disappointing that, that they that they don't sell them. They even offered like supercharged ones in the States. You could buy a supercharged, TID made a supercharger kit for it. Like, they did, they did some really cool stuff to, to kind of spruce up the camera. And, um, but yeah, they, they don't really have a sporty camera anymore. So it's just kind of, it's become a bit more transporty and it's a bit, it's a bit of a meh car for me i think it's a good looking car but it's just a bit of a mess. i think i think they have to follow the uh the rules from uh uh, uh mike and just start offering turbo cameras <laughs> <laughs> and good ad that one yeah it is a good ad um we've, we obviously touched on the crawl how much we like that now that gets us to our last couple cars for toyota and that i think that'll take us through right to our quiz uh the the suv the car that everyone wants to know about the coaster Yes, correct. The Which is the, giant twenty-two person van. That is exactly what you want. I, 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 I would, I would seriously have one. It, 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 it fixes a lot of problems. Um, the Yaris Cross, the CHR, the Corolla Cross, the Rav Four, the Kluger, the Fortuna, the Prado, and the Land Cruiser three hundred. So we've covered the Land Cruiser three hundred. Um, we've covered Fortuna yeah. because because Fortuna is basically a a Hilux anyway. Um, yep. just with seven seats. Um, so that leaves us with Prado, which is the baby, the baby cruiser. You probably probably wouldn't buy it now. You'd wait for the new one, I'd say, because the new one's been been released. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy one unless you get a really good price on it. Um, Kluger is sticking around. It is a big, huge, not a not an attractive boring. car, boring car, ter- horrible driving dynamics. Like not a not a good car. Like it'll be reliable and it'll work, but um, you know, not really the nicest car to drive. Um, just big and boring. Rav Four though, the Rav Four I actually quite like. Have you guys driven in the current gen Rav Four? Uh, no, I haven't had the opportunity. I've driven both the hybrid I've seen and the non-hybrid. A few of them on the road though. There is heat. Jeez, like, how do you get to hand on hybrid? So what was, what was that, Scotty? How do you get to hand on hybrid one? So Steph's brother's got one, a hybrid one, hybrid cruiser. Oh. And- Drove that for a few days and yeah, it was, it was really, really cool. I was actually playing the, the eco game, trying to keep it in, in full battery mode until it hits a certain rev, uh, like a uh, 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 speed. So I was trying to, I was trying to keep it there, like through the city streets. And every, every time, like, I, I do I, that in the Honda Insight. It, it's good. It's got it? a color thing. So you try and keep it in the green and not go blue to save. <laughs> and there's another function. It's got pictures of trees. See the trees you're saving. So the more trees. <laughs> On the screen, the better you're going. So I love that. try and get all the trees. <laughs> get all the trees. I, I still think hybrids are, 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 the, are probably the best option for us currently. Um, I just still electric cars with the, like, more caught fire today. So do you guys want to see the ones that caught fire at Sydney Airport? So um, long story short, I don't think the technology is just there yet, but the hybrids are, you know, they seem to be a bit safer. Uh, but yeah, really like the RAV4. It's the reason why, there's a reason why it's got like an 18 month um, waiting list for one. They are, Really, really a, a decent car. Um, Corolla Cross. Haven't seen too many of those. Um, again, all, all these cars like uh, uh, Kluger, Rav4, Corolla Cross, CHR, and Yaris Cross are available with a hybrid. Um, Corolla Cross. It just looks a bit frumpy for me. I, I, I don't know. Have you, have you guys 
What's your thinking, guys? I just don't really. I don't think it looks. It's a good looking car. It looks nothing like a Corolla. I don't think it looks like it. Yeah, no. Don't think about it. It's a nothing. Yeah, it's a, it's a nothing car for me. What about you, Alan? Yeah, I was gonna say it just like looks like a bit of a like either a smaller Rav Four, like smaller Kluger or something. It's not really. Doesn't feel like it's a Corolla in any way. Yeah. Um. CHR is kind of funky looking, but it's quite long in the tooth now. Uh, still, yeah, still, still, a, still a cool car. Um, Yaris Cross, Ed's mum's got one. I think it's okay, but it's a little bit boring. Um, so, but that's just me. But ridiculously <laughs> good on fuel. Like, I'm just intrigued as the fact that they need what eight different, you know, SUV size vehicles, yeah. like in a range where a person just can't figure out. Like, mm. you just want big, medium, or small. No, you need like. Big, medium, small, medium, <laughs> small, small. Yeah. They all do it. I mean, BMW, all their Mazda series one. No, yeah, yeah, Mazda two. It's so small, and then they make an SUV version of it. It's already small. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Me, like you may you may as well just drive a Yaris at that point. Like you know, like the, the, there is really there is really no point. But you, yeah, you know, like in standard cars, I've got what four in uh, Utes and Vans. You know, they've got five. In performance, they've got four. SUVs, eight. Yeah. You need eight different choices. Mm. And, and and they're getting, they're putting the SUV smaller and smaller, I guess, to try and, and attract younger buyers to, to get into a, into a small car. Because gone are the days where you can get your, like, your, your little your little Mazda 3, you know, cheap. Um, so, the, and, I, and I think that they're pricing the, you know, your Mazda 3s and, well, Kia Rees have been discontinued now and, and all that. Like, they're pricing them out there to the point there, well, well, I could spend an extra five hundred bucks and get and get a get an SUV. It's high riding, more safe. Um, so I think they've 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 done themselves some bit of a mischief in that. But that's just me. Um, yeah, everybody wants to just buy them. Pretty much, like, we we'll, so that's why they choose. We they are, sit higher and then tailgate you. They need to do that um, test where the uh, the um, basically you do have to do a scan and every flick, and every car that's sold needs to pass that. Because the big old SUVs never do; they always flip. I feel like that needs to be like a like a, a passable test here to sell a car. It's called the elk test, especially because because we've got we've got wildlife that come out on the roads all the time, mm-hmm. and you know you could be doing that. Next thing you know, you want to be flipped up on the on your roof. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. The cars sold in Australia need to be passing that. Test. We used to have a Jeep that had a warning on it that said it can happen. Yep. <laughs> you pull down the I think you pull down the sun visor. And it's got it all written there. there. Yeah. And I can see why you know, that thing was wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I'm going to quickly run through them one more time. And uh, so standard Yaris, yay or nay? Or meh? Um, meh. So, so there's a purpose. I'll say yay. Corolla, Hatch and Corolla sedan. Yay. Yay. Camry? Definitely yay. Double thumbs up. Yeah. Double thumbs up. <laughs> It serves a good purpose. Corolla, uh, sorry, Yaris Cross. Everything, everything in the SUVs except for Rav Four, probably. We'll yep. give it a name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same. Uh, Land, Cru- well, Land Cruiser uh, three hundred series. Too expensive. Name? No. No. Prado? No. Meh. Oh, it's a bit old now. No. Uh, Just a meh. And Fortuna, we'll cover with we'll cover with um 
what's it called? Hilux. So Fortuna and Hilux, yay or nay? Or meh? Just meh. Meh. Yep. Land Cruiser 70 series. No. No, too old. Too expensive. Stupid IS money. And Granvia. If you've got a big family, yeah. They do what you want it to do. But would you take a Granvia or would you take a Carnival? I'd have a Carnival, to be honest with you. I personally would take a Carnival. I think they'd be better equipped. Carnival's something from really good. Or like an Al Grand or something if I can get that imported. Yeah, I would have a carnival because the new carnival looks really good, and it drives yeah. and they and they drive really well. Like they they drive like and the interior car. looks fantastic in them too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really nice. And for for the amount of people they fit, the overall size isn't even that big. I'm pretty sure overall dimensions are smaller than my D Max. Yeah, yeah. So oh, but yeah, it'll be about get, the same size as your Hilux, I mean, anyway. Yes. So it, it'll get into parkings and everything else, and you've got you know if you've got a big family or you're just ethnic. You know, it, it keeps gets everyone in there. Uh, I'm going to lose my viewers. It is more practical than a Hilux, a, a Carnival. Get one of those because you can you can put seats down. You got a whole. It's a van. Uh, coaster. You 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 will be you will yes. be yay on there. Yeah. Uh, and the last that one, y- Yaris GR. Yeah. Yeah. GR86. Yep. Corolla GR. I think we're I think we're we're all going to be yay for that. Yeah, I and think so. GR Supra. Give it a half yay. Yeah, it's hard to say a full yay, but I do like it. Yes. It's got lots of positivity about it. It'll be good to see how it goes in the used market in a few years' time. Yeah, no, it, it, it will be good. I was speaking of, speaking of used Toyotas, um, I was looking at cars yesterday, and I kind of got a little bit G'd up, Scotty. Uh, you can get ISFs that are imported for like around 30 grand. Yeah, like, you can. Oh. Yeah, that is that is a lot of car for thirty grand. Mm-hmm. So Does that take all well tuning. Yeah, yeah, like there's twin turbo ones and all sorts of things getting around. So they are they are very very cool. <clears throat> yeah, it'll probably be about that much if you import it yourself because dealers are importing them and selling for about thirty eight. I uh I I was like just be wary. Yeah, that, that that's yeah. Have to get, have to get really sure you get a really bad ones out there trying to come in. Yeah. Um, just get a good one and you will have uh, M3 slash CCC3 performance reliably. Uh, mm-hmm. cars, that, that's our top tip of the night. Scotty, you've got a car, car quiz for us or is, it, or is it Cryptic Cars? It is Cryptic Cars. Oh, okay. Alam, it's mano and mano this time around. All right, I'll do my best. There is 10 <clears throat> and 10 questions only. Oh, okay. And there's no movies, it's all just cars. Mm, okay. First one. This one is Ford. It's a Ford Breeze. Or if you're good with your Latin, it means West Wind. Was it sold in Australia? Mm, don't think so. I can take a quick look. Was made for the British market. Um, um, Supposedly we assembled them here too. Wow, oh, didn't know that. Yeah, I've got no idea on that one, Scotty. I think I'm out. Yeah, me too. They made a Mark One. They made a Mark Two. A Mark Three. Well, it can't be Escort because that, that, that's that's not, you know, that's <coughs> something else. So maybe it was a, a bit tricky to start everything off. Um, maybe it's a Ford. I don't know. Shit, I don't know, man. Um, Alan. Alan. 
Ford Typhoon. No. It's uh, wind, I tell you. It's <laughs> wind related, wind adjacent. Um, I'm going to say Ford Anglia. I don't know. Nah. This is a Zephyr. Oh, Zephyr. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. So in Latin, it means West Wind and just other um, synonyms and that for it is breeze and a few other ones mean the same thing. Question two is probably just as tricky because I didn't even know this. I don't know. Maybe you're smarter than me. It's a Chevrolet and it could be a Chevrolet gunboat, frigate, destroyer, all the same thing. Matthew. Matthew. Chevrolet Cobalt. No, not Cobalt. Can I just say the Cobalt's a cool looking car? Especially when you get the supercharger on. Yeah. You said frigate gunboat. So I'm I'm guessing either some kind of got to do with the navy. Okay. Uh, Chevy Cavalier. No, you're all getting the C bit right though. Anyone know what it is now? Matthew? I don't I don't know nothing. Do, do we get another guess each? Because because we got like no idea. <laughs> yeah, why not? Corsair. Starting off. No, not Corsair. Oh, gee. no. Another C word. Come on, Alan. A C word. Yeah, for a Chev. Does it end in the letter O, Scotty? No. Nah. Okay. Another C word like related to C or related to like C with the letter C. Starts with C. C as in the letter C. Starts with a C. Should like, should like Corvair? Yes, Corvair. Mm, no. Yeah, damn it. You should have said Corvette. Oh, that's what that means. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. yeah. What's to do okay. with the Navy and everything like that when I Googled and have a read about it? Mm. Okay. Let's see how we go with question three. Question three, I word it a little bit differently, but it, it all makes sense when you hear it. Mm-hmm. So this is an Aston Martin. And the word I'm looking for is in Nordic mythology. So Nasta Martin something. Uh, Matthew? Matthew? Aston Martin Vanquish? No, not Vanquish. Alum. Alum. It's the Valkyrie, isn't it? It is the Valkyrie. Well done. Well done. All right. Question number four. The Ford Bird of Prey. Alum. Matthew. Alum. Falcon. Not the Falcon, unfortunately. It's oh, I will give Frey. I I'll know. Take, I'll, I'll take half his point. I'll give him half. That's half. That's fine. But if you guess it right, Maddie, you get one full point for it. Oh, bird of prey. Oh, I was going to say the Falcon, to be fair. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, God. I don't know what else birds have, they've called. Eagle? Nah, not eagle. It was the raptor. Oh, is a raptor a bird of prey? Yeah. <clears throat> Any kind of raptor, raptors, yeah. <coughs> linking back to all your raptors from dinosaurs. They're yeah, all connected. Yeah. Okay, this is two. Question five is two words you need to decipher for this card. Okay. Yeah. I've got it written as the triumph dribble shoot. Matthew. Matthew? Spitfire. Yeah, Spitfire. Hey, <laughs> I'm on board. There's not too many from is there no uh, Alan do you want to score check just just putting it out there or let's say we're all right for now we'll keep it going 
Okay, question six. The Ferrari Superb Speedy. Oh. Alum? You said Ferrari Superb Speedy, right? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, God, this is on my tongue. Why am I doing this? Um, super fast. Damn it. Yes. Got it. Oh. <laughs> so I was just like, I had it when I hit the answer, and I'm like, it just. <clears throat> Such a funny yeah. name. Because I was like, F12, 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 super fast. Yes. Yeah. The one just after the, I think it's just after the F12, isn't it? Then it goes to the 812, 812 super yeah. fast. Question seven. We're moving to AMC now. AMC Lance. Matthew, the Javelin. Matthew. Yes, the AMC Javelin. Pretty good looking car. It is a good looking car. It's a cool car. I like that. Uh, we're jumping over. Well, we're staying in America with this one. Question eight. The Mercury Raider or Plunderer. Matthew. Matthew, they, they they had an eliminator. Was it the eliminator? Not the eliminator. No. If Alan gets it wrong, I'll throw out a clue. Okay. So Mercury, you said Mercury Raider or Plunderer? Raider or Plunderer? Is it supposed to be a Marauder? Yeah, got it. Yep. Uh... The so I think such a great name for a car. Such, a cool, such a cool name and a cool looking car too. Yeah, it really is. It's badass. Okay, you need to switch on your Spanish for this one. Si, jefe. Okay, so this word is going to be in English, but it's the same word in Spanish. So it said mm. something different, and it's the Porsche race or Porsche race. Not in Spanish. Jeez, I wish I had my housemate here. Yeah, she should be able to tell me. Um, Porsche race. Uh, Matthew, I'll have, I'll, I'll have a punt. McCann? No, nah, not McCann. Yeah. Can't be the Porsche GT3. It narrows it down quite a bit because, you know, it's going to rule out your GT3s, GT2s, GT4s. Because all the numbers. Then you got the 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 Boxster is a thing. Cayman's the, the little crocodile thing. Oh, uh, man. All right, Alan. Yes. I'm going to go for Carrera. Yeah. Oh, it was. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> the Carrera. I was like, Cayman? No, that's, that's an animal. It's kind of chilly. Panamera's, I just think of Panamera bread. Panera bread. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is correct. All right. I got a feeling both of you will know this last one, question 10. So get ready to say your names. Mm hmm. This one is the Mercedes AMG Mallet. Matthew. Alan. Alan got in. Oh, what? All right, all right. Just do the, just do the quick flex. I'm lying. I was. I don't know. Your internet must suck. Hammer. <clears throat> yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. He gets it. He gets it. Uh, I'll do a quick flex before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, 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 you absolutely stole me tonight, Alan. You've gotten five and a half. So five and a half you scored. Well done. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Scotty, for the good questions. Is there anyone you want to thank? Yeah, somewhere. Just Scotty and myself, of course. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Scotty. That was a good one. That was bloody hard tonight. That was freaking hard. Yeah. I, I mean, most of them I would have never got unless it wasn't for me searching, you know, a lot deeper into those questions and the answers and that for it. I, I really wouldn't have known. 
I was just kind of going through some really good car names and just seeing if they had a meaning or anything behind it to turn it into questions. So, yeah, really interesting. Oh, very cool. I think that's a show, gentlemen. I think it's a podcast. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Scotty Doe, uh, your golf tip of the week. Golf tip of the week is nice weather coming around. Mm-hmm. Nice and simple tip. Get out there, enjoy it, have fun. Even if you are playing horrible. That's probably one of the best tips ever, Scotty. Have fun. Yeah. Just have fun with it. I think people You're not forget that. It's not in a competition. You're not having a competition. Get out, hit the ball, concentrate on the good shots you do. Remember the good shots because everyone remembers the negative all the time with everything. Negativity right. sticks in your head a lot longer than anything positive. Absolutely. Just remember those positive shots. Take photos of it so you remember those positive tee-offs you did and things like that. It's good. You you heard it here first. Also, slip, slop, slap if you're playing this weekend. It's a... Yes. Very good tip. Very, very good tip of the week. I don't know, golf tip, except for you win by lowering your score. Um, <laughs> I guess that's, that's always a tip. Uh, but if you're interested in the electric car space or what new cars are selling, you can hit up our friend, Mr. Rizzy Ross, actor at carloop.com.au, also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carloopau. And you can uh, find our iTunes and wherever else you do podcasts, but we're also on YouTube now. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're looking forward to get more um, content, a little... Um, teaser for this summer at least is it'll be a race to the airport from somewhere on the eastern side of town. There are two teams. There'll be the car team and there'll be the public transport team. So look forward to that on our our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I'm liking the sound of this. little teaser there. I'm going to have to to organize this and make it happen. Tell you what, I don't think I'll be leaning towards our public transport. (laughs) I, I'm, about, I'm going to a place that's got the best public transport system in the world. So I, I will I will get back to you. So learn some lessons. Learn some lessons. Uh-huh. Um, check out our merch. If you go to our Teespring store, go to teespring.com, type in cards or store. Get 20% off on your order by typing in CTP20. That's CTP20 for 20% off all our range on our uh, on our store. Check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast. Hi to our patrons there. Support the show there by becoming a patron. We'll definitely give you guys a shout out on the show. Gentlemen, honor as always, and I'll see you next time. Take it easy. Catch you later.